As one of Scotland's leading mechanical and electrical contractors, Steen delivers a wide range of mechanical, electrical, plumbing, heating and renewable solutions for your home or business. Our specialist team provides our clients with the highest quality service and installations, giving them peace of mind and confidence to return in the future. So, for all your mechanical and electrical projects, regardless of size or complexity, make Steen your partner of choice. For more information, visit steenelectricalsolutions.co.uk. Hero Nights from the Go Radio Football Show with Steen. Pay less energy bills with the zero carbon options for your home or business. We're just two minutes after full time. We're with Chris Burke, Barry Ferguson. And Barry, can you believe it ended up 3 0? Looking at the scoreline is not a reflection of how Rangers played. No, to be honest with you, it's, it's night and day, obviously, with a performance last week in Amsterdam. Um, I thought they showed a lot of grit, determination, a real togetherness, and there was a, a real good spirit about it. And I thought um, they went toe-to-toe with a, a very, very good Napoli team. Chris, it was so different from last week in Amsterdam what did you feel for the, certainly the first 60 minutes? Yeah, I totally agree with Barry. And I think I probably everybody would agree the exact same with what I'm saying and what Barry's saying and what you're saying, Paul. I thought I thought Rangers showed you character, fight, desire, everything that was asked for them. Obviously, they've had two defeats before the game tonight. Uh, they had to show some, some fight in that game against Napoli, a team that just beat Liverpool so and Liverpool very convincingly. So um it was it, it was really, really unfair. I thought it was harsh, but the Champions League is just unforgiving. And it showed that in the last, you know, two goals anyway. Well thanks for joining us both of you here on this special Euro Nights podcast with Steen. And you know, at the beginning of October we'll be back at the Radisson Red with Steen. Uh, and on that night, on the Tuesday, it's going to be Liverpool against Rangers. And then the following night, RB Leipzig against Celtic. But tonight, there's so much to talk about in the next 25 to 30 minutes or so. When you heard the teams, Barry, what did you make of it? We knew the keeper would be back in, Alan McGregor. And we're going to talk about how well he played. Double penalty save. But also, Morel is in from the start. Yeah, the, the, there was a good shout, obviously, what's happened over the last two or three weeks with Morelos. You've seen Gio doing a few interviews saying that his attitude and his fitness levels are, are starting to get up to scratch. But what I noticed with uh, the team tonight, no new signings in the starting eleven. Not one. I don't like using the word old guard, um, but he went back to the, like bringing Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield, and, and it was near enough the same team as, as last year in the Europa League run. Um, so I, th- I thought they acquitted themselves really well um, against a, a team in Napoli's quality. We, we all seen the result, Mark had just mentioned it last week against Liverpool. They were exceptional. And tonight, I think they can... Nobody likes getting beat. Let's get that, that straight. But I thought the performance was was positive and they can take that going forward but um, the team selection tonight I thought he got it spot on I thought the first 45 minutes Rangers were right in the game Morelos had a chance in the first I think 30 seconds where he just got caught under it but overall I've got to say from the last two games against Celtic and Ajax where they've come in for a lot of criticism and rightly so I thought tonight they can come away for that game with at least positives, but the, the downside is obviously getting beat at home um, 3-0. Yeah, 
of course. And there's two narratives. You can say that's three defeats in a row. First time since uh, 2006. 11 goals conceded. No goals for. But on the other hand, if you looked at the first half, Chris, Rangers probably had the better of it. I'm looking at uh, that the Tavernier cross. Morellas, as Barry just mentioned, in 30 seconds could have been a goal. Sure, Zielinski smashed the post just a few moments later. Morellas had that chance just before halftime, a mishit. Uh, how do you see it? How Rangers performed overall in the face of the criticism that will come at three defeats in, on the bounce? Yeah, but I, I, would, I wouldn't look at it in that way, Paul. And I hope uh, the intelligent Rangers fans won't see that. I think they can see there was a huge difference in this game tonight than there was the past two, if I'm honest with you. Um, I thought the first half, as Barry said, and you said probably the first 60 minutes was was really, really good from, from Rangers. And Morelos and Barry said it there, the selection, the team selection was spot on. I think Arfield plays really well with Morelos. He links to play really well. And it was just a moment just before half time where, you know, the cross comes in for Ken. I feel what a layoff. And Morelos just has that little snapshot and just misses it. And if he just used his instep, it could have been in the back of the net. You go in at 1 0. And obviously, they have the, he has a great chance uh, right at the beginning with that header from a cross from Tavernier. And I thought Napoli really struggled with crosses, if I'm honest with you. I think there was a time just before the penalty goal um, that Golson had a header, if you looked at it right across the face and you're just waiting for somebody to just put that in the back of the net and goals change games and especially at Ibrox we've seen them when they, when they go a goal up in European ties that, that the, the, the fans just give extra energy even more and Morelos is involved in the good and the bad isn't he he's just whatever it is he's just he just seems to bring life to the team um, and I thought it was a, a great um included in the team at the beginning of this game and hopefully we see more of them now and hopefully that's the end of the the Morelos drama with him and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst because he's so important to the Rangers squad and he will be in the Champions League run and also in, in the, for, the, for the league title as well and the cup competitions. And I know you're not blaming the manager there because that was down to the player, wasn't it? He let yeah. the Rangers fans down and his teammates. Of course, you know, the thing is, with Morelos, you don't want to take that little dark side away yeah. from him, if you're honest. It's hard, isn't it? You know, he's he's got that little edge in him and you yeah. want to keep that edge. But at the same time, you want to make sure he's got good discipline um, and he's there for his teammates. Because I've been in changing rooms before where you, you get that player that just lets you down um, time and time again. But you know he's got that, you know, maverick in him and he can always just turn the game and he nearly did it tonight. Uh, maybe it was a, a few games. If he had a few games under his belt before tonight, he would have put that header in. And you, you, Rangers go a goal up against Napoli at home. And we all know what the fans are like and the team and and the, the good tactical announced by Giovanni Van Bronckhorst that, that they, they would have got through the game. But goals change games, you know, in the Champions League, teams will hurt you. And it's what they do in both boxes and uh, hurt them tonight and, and Rangers box, unfortunately. Barry, what were you feeling then at halftime at nil-nil? And of course, there were a couple of great Alan McGregor saves, especially from uh, just before halftime, he had a brilliant stop. Were you thinking, right, keep it going like this, nil-nil? Well, I can tell we are feeling a lot happier than the last two games. Yeah, of course, at, at it's all over. Yeah, yeah but look, I, I was just... I was interested to see how they, they would react 
to the last two games. And listen, it was a positive reaction for me. That's what I wanted. It was a performance fully. Desire, spirit, hunger. I felt there's a real togetherness mm. for the team tonight. Whether that was down to team selection or no, as I'd mentioned, he's left out, obviously, a, all his new signings in the summer. But I was feeling positive and Berkey's right goals and mistakes or penalty decisions change games and unfortunately for, for Sands um, when I watched that a second time it was a penalty um, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind Lenny Barry he was so so lucky the, the player Simeone because he didn't even he didn't take a great touch and it's unfortunate no. it's through the legs of Sands and they've just and he's caught him yep um, I, again it's one of the ones it's just a bit of luck you need you're going through a, a bit of a barn spell in terms of performances performances aren't great and results certainly have not been great over the last couple of games and the luck's just going against them um, but again I'll go back to that before that penalty kick decision the mm. performance you, you can sense that Berkey will tell you when you're playing at Ibrox yeah. the fans know when you're playing well Yeah, they, they get right behind you the noise was absolute electric and they now they need to continue this into, into Saturday against Dundee United and what about that moment or those moments the penalty first time round. I was What's I was laughing. Look, I, I'm not surprised. I ain't surprised that he's he saved the two penalties and um, the, the third one. Um, he was unlucky. He actually got a hand um, to the third penalty. Um, but listen, I, I think he showed tonight. Look, I, I don't want to have a go at John McLaughlin I, I rate John McLaughlin I've always said that I think he's a very good goalkeeper but you're talking about Alan McGregor here for me he's a top class goalkeeper Berkey will tell you the same probably Berkey's played with him as well he's he's top class and it was shown tonight not just for the penalty saves he made a number of good saves and I, I just think he he brings a, a real calmness to the back four as yeah. well or the back five what it was at times tonight um, before the sending off he does, Chris. He had that great save from Karatsvelia not long before that. And there I said it, Karatsvelia, what a player he is. But he does exude such confidence. The keeper, doesn't he? The, go the uh, Alan McGregor. And he yeah. was making a difference. So when they got the goal down to 10 men and it looked as though Rangers would, uh, would hold on. It, it might have equalised. I'm just looking at some of the, the headlines that was a killer to get the double jeopardy penalty. Um, Leon King came on for Ryan Jack. Another good sign, Chris, for young Leon King, 18 years old. I know, incredible. It's excellent to see that when you see a, a player at that age coming on and obviously coming on against Ajax as well. So he's got he's getting some Champions League experience now. Um, and he'll only benefit from that. I would just like to see him maybe get a, get a few starts in, in the league campaign and then build on that. But it's great to see for him. Um, he'll be absolutely buzzing tonight. I'm sure he won't be getting any sleep, albeit the, the, the result's not what, what we were looking for and what he was looking for. But I'm sure he'll be learning from, from great experience in that, in that changing room. And I'm sure he can impress the manager as, as time goes on and we can see more of him. So the Politano penalty goal, there's no dispute, was there? It did come off. The arm of Barisic. Barry, is that how you saw it? You couldn't get yeah, his arm. I think, yeah. well, I, I think it's a harsh penalty, but yeah. listen, that's the rules. Sure. It, it's the rules. Um, with it's the a pace. harsh rule, isn't it? Yeah, it is a harsh rule, but it's the rules and it's it's got to be given as a, a penalty. I mean, the, the pace that the boy hits it, 
And when it's slowed down, you've got the benefit to watch a replay. His, his arm, Barisic's arm is up and it's in the rule book. It's a, it's a penalty. I think um, they were seen in commentary as well, but I just still think that Barisic could maybe get a little bit closer, maybe yeah. take half a step towards him before he hits the shot. And maybe, I know it's it's difficult nowadays for defenders when it does hit your arm. You can see them now, the way their body shape is when they go to block a shot. It's different from it was five, ten years ago. When five, ten years ago, you could turn your back a little bit and use your arm. If it hurt it just intentionally, then you wouldn't get the penalty. But now they're having to go straight on to, to the player that's hitting the shot. Um, with their body shape and, and put their hands behind their back which is so difficult so that means it's, you have it's to, so unnatural Berkey I know I mean, uh, you, you have to think about natural it positions we go out and you're putting your your hands behind your, your back I, I don't like to see that and I know it's unfortunately crazy, that's that's the modern day foot uh, the modern day game it must be harder for defenders now to mm. defend and block a shot because they don't know how to block the shot now they have to they have to block the shot differently from what they did 10 years ago or five years ago because the rules changed that much. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Barry. It's so hard. It's harsh because it's just how often it's actually how off his elbow, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you know the pace, you, you know the pace that these or the power that these players produce in a shot. And it's only a couple of yards away. And I don't know how defenders can get their arms away when it's two yards and it's blasted at them. Um, it's impossible at times, but again, it's harsh. I think it's a harsh penalty. But Paul, it's it's in the rules that yeah. if the arm is raised, it's a it's a penalty. And I'll then five minutes the to go. Sorry, sorry Paul. Five minutes to go. Still just one goal in it, and then Raspadori, the sub, comes on, scores, and then into injury time, and then Dombley gets the goal. I know Kamara get caught out there. What happens at times like that, Chris? Is just is it tiredness? Is it the confidence um, of the Italians by this point? I think it's probably confidence with the Italians. They, they, they have nothing to lose if they lose a goal. I think obviously the substitutes as well, they want to go on and impress. So they're still going to be pressing with intent to try and impress a manager or get a goal or get an assist. It's not as if um, the same players were on the pitch where they could just sit back, allow Rangers to play it about at the back um, and then just get the 2-0 the, the, the win. Um, obviously Kamara's got caught on the ball. I think Barry will be able to tell us more about that because he's a central midfielder, but um, that's what happens at this level. In the Champions League, what I noticed when I played in the Champions League, and Barry will probably tell you, is you know, they run off the back of you and you think um, you have more time than you do and you don't. They're just on at you a second, two seconds quicker than, than what is news, uh, usually happens. You've seen it a few times with Barisic getting caught on it coming from behind and um, I think Kamara just got caught in the cold you just come on as a substitute you get substitutions of Napoli that are wanting to impress um, and he was the one unfortunately they get punished in that um, sometimes that happens at, at league level and you don't get punished but in the Champions League they kill you for it I see Connor Goldson come out and spoke to BT Sport afterwards we might catch that in a moment or two Barry if you were uh, Giovanni what would you be saying to the players in the dressing room at the moment after that performance? Uh, well, it's tough, Paul, after a 3-0 defeat. There's no doubt about it, but you've got to try and take as many positives out of the game as, as you can. And I mentioned all the the things at the start when we, we started speaking. There was a real spirit about them. They got close to Napoli. Look, Napoli knew they were in a game. Last week against Ajax, they were three, four yards off 
um, Ajax. And when you stand off, Burkill just mentioned it there in Champions League, when you sit off very good players and you give them three or four yard space, they're going to hurt you. And they get close to Napoli and, and Napoli had to step up at times. Um, so, look, Jay will be, he'll try to be as positive as possible. Three defeats in the space of 10 days, two, four nils and a, a three nil. But tonight, at least we've seen um, a real desire to respond to two bad results against Celtic and Ajax. And um, I, I thought there was some decent play. I thought Stephen Davis in the middle of the park was exceptional. Mm. 37 years of age, man, he's, he's he's a credit to the game. I thought he was immense in the middle of the part. Scotty Arfield, Burke mentioned him. I rate Scotty Arfield so, so much. He's got a, he's a really intelligent footballer. He's a dying breed of the midfielders that makes the runs off central midfielders. Alan McGregor again. But I thought overall, defensively, they were really solid going forward. They created some chances, so you've got to try and take as many positives. And it's going to be a a tough game on, on Saturday when Dundee United come um, to Ibrox because there's only a couple of days rest in between. Um, but look, I'm I'm sure that they'll they'll bounce back and they'll get that that win they badly need after three um, tough results. Chris, just listening to a bit of Connor Goldson there interview. We're just speaking on this special. Uh, podcast with Steen, the Euro Knights, Rangers losing 3-0 tonight, but it was 1-0, they were down to 10 men. Conor Goldson said that. He said, although we were down to 10 men, we still had a go and thought we were in with a chance. Um, and you can understand it because they played so well for so long. What did they do now for this weekend? It's a massive game, isn't it? Four Rangers given three games, three defeats, 11 goals against. Um, but yeah, how, how do you think they will react and get themselves ready for Dundee United. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm delighted that Kamala aren't playing Rangers at Ibrox on Saturday. Because <laughs> if I'm a Dundee United player and I'm a, ma- a manager, um, whoever's taking the, the, the Dundee United team, then I'm just thinking, oh no, because it's going to click sooner or later. Um, they're going to be hurting. And I know for a fact they're going to be out firing. And like Barry said, they showed that desire and hunger and fight. And they showed a real togetherness tonight. And I think they'll just carry that on into Saturday, if I'm honest with you. But I think it's probably some teams going to, going to um, take a, a bit of a scalping. And it might be the game on Saturday against Dundee United because I would be very, very worried if I was a Kamalak side going to, to Ibrox on Saturday at three o'clock. And Barry, would you I'll say? Tell you, I tell you, I would do it, Paul. I would wrap that start at eleven in Cotton Wool and making sure they're they're rested and recovered. And I would I would put the same start at eleven out in, in Saturday because I was really impressed with that start at eleven. I thought Gio picked it, the the correct team tonight, and that was proven up until obviously they scored the the, the penalty. Yeah, I that's exactly that. what I was going to ask you. Then Chris I was going to throw that to you. You wouldn't change yeah. the team for Saturday, would you? If everyone's okay. Fit. Go for it. Not at all. Not at all. I wouldn't change the team at all. I thought they were, were terrific. I just think the performance was there. Obviously, the result wasn't. And remember, you're playing against a top quality team at, in, in Napoli. Um, 3 0 is not a reflection of how they performed, in my opinion. And I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has showed great character um, in the times that have been hard for Rangers. And 
and I think he'll he'll do the exact same, and he'll be a, a great leader. He's been a great leader in the in the past as well. Um, so I think he'll be showing showing great character and leadership as well as that starting eleven that started tonight. Yeah, Group A, Napoli. Then after two games on six points plus six uh, goal difference, Liverpool on three points after that win uh, last night uh, against Ajax. Ajax in third spot, also on three points. Uh, and Rangers, um, seven goals down, no points just yet. But it's Liverpool next, Barry. But there is the international break. And then Anfield. It's going to be a special night. It's not October the 4th. But I know what you're going to say. It's a wee bit far away just now. A lot no, of no, listen. I mean, what, what a game. What a game he playing. It's a double header. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. The first one's at Anfield. Then back up to Ibrox, yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, I watched them. I watched Liverpool last night. You, you've got, for me, the best centre-back in the world, Van Dijk. I know he came in for a bit of criticism last week with his performance at, at Napoli, but you've got players like that, Thiago in the middle of the pitch. I could watch him all day long. Brilliant player to, to, to play against. But that, these are the games that, as a footballer, you want to play in. Um, and... You're going down to Anfield, Liverpool. I know they've had a sticky start in terms of the league season and obviously that bad defeat last week in, in Naples, but that's what you come up against in the Champions League, Paul. It's, you come up against the best players, the best teams, the best managers. And if Rangers put in that sort of performance they did up until Sands get sent off, um, Liverpool will know they'll be in a game. Can Rangers still come third and automatically go into the Europa League? Chris, what do you think? Yeah, well, we can not come second. <laughs> That's the right thing. <laughs> I was trying to lead you into that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like no, no, you're but, right. Yeah. Yeah, this I'm is always going to be one of the toughest. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be Excellent. tough. It's going to be tough. You're right. Yeah, it's going to be really tough, especially when you've got a double header, as Barry said there, um, against Liverpool, who are a team that are fortunate to have the three points because uh, if it wasn't for Joe Matop um, scoring that late header uh, last night, so they could have just had one. Yep. Um, but listen, anything can happen in football. I think one thing for sure is when you're playing against Liverpool, you know, British teams playing against each other, anything can happen. You know, the emotional side of the game comes into play as well. So you never know if Rangers go a goal up but. Will they qualify for Europe? I think they will in the third spot, if I'm honest with you. I do think they can they can get something from from the Liverpool games and then it's down to the last game. Barry, what do you feel? Yeah, the, 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 again, I'm just, I'm being positive tonight because of that performance, Paul. If they continue that sort of performance, they've got every chance um, to at least get in that third place. Look, when the, the groups come out, when you were looking at both, I mean, I was excited like everybody when you're watching Rangers and Celtic first time, both of them been in for a long time in the, in the Champions League. I thought Rangers' group was really tough, toughest out of, of both Rangers and Celtic. But again, you've got to remain positive and, and um, if they bring that sort of performance to the party, then they'll have a chance, no doubt about it. Football-wise, it's been a special couple of weeks, hasn't it, with the Real Madrid in town uh, against Celtic. This is maybe a bit like that, Chris, in that you know Real Madrid came and won 3-0, but there's a feel-good factor the Celtic fa- with Celtic. They've gone to Warsaw, 1-1 uh, also. Uh, they should have won. Tonight. Should have won, shouldn't they? They, yeah, they, 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 they? So many chances. Yeah, yeah they were the better team. They, they dominated and 
Um, they just weren't ruthless enough in front of goal. Where normally domestically they have been, but yeah, um, you know, they 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 they'll be disappointed coming back in the plane for Poland, not coming away with three points. Well, that's what we were saying uh, on uh, the other podcast, which is available as well. If you want to find out uh, what Peter Grant and Mark Weedy were saying about Celtic's performance, um, but here on this podcast, looking back at the Rangers game as we wind up in the last few minutes. So I can see, yeah, because I've been with you, Barry, recently for some of the, the games when it wasn't so good for Rangers um, at Celtic Park two weeks ago. But tonight, I can see you saw so much to take from the games. What are the players thinking about the signings in the summer? Because that was our line when we were on air earlier on. None of the summer signings were started tonight. Is that an indictment? Is that, is that a damning indictment on the transfer policy? That's probably unfair. But it's certainly a challenge to them. They need to... They, well, they need I, to I think that starting 11 set the bar tonight with the, with, with the performance and now the new signings will be sitting on the bench or in the stand looking at that and thinking, right, that's the level that I need to get to get into that starting 11. Um, don't get me wrong, I think some of the signings um, I've been... Sholak scored seven goals. Tillman showed a bit of promise. Um, at the start of the season I thought Lawrence showed yeah. these qualities um, but there, there is a few that have, have maybe struggled to get up to to speed in terms of Matondo um, Ben Davies a big yeah. signing from Liverpool 3 million 3.5 million mm-hmm. he's not even getting any game time um, so look, they, they, they would have watched that for the sidelines and realise what's needed to try and, and get into that starting 11 because um, I Forget about fighting spirit and, and a desire. I think that should be a given anyway. But I just thought Rangers brought a bit of quality to the game tonight as well. Because, you listen, coming up against a, yeah. a very good team, they had some top quality players. Yeah. Um, and they were a, a joy to watch. Some of their one and two touch stuff um, round about the box. Um, but in terms of going forward, the new signings, to get into the Rangers team, they need to show that level that the, the starting eleven did tonight. Who was man of the match for you, Chris? Then before before we go, from the Rangers' point of view, oh, well, I think that's an easy one. I think um, McGregor got that for me, but I do right. agree with Barry. I think there was a lot of po- good performances tonight, um, and Stephen Davis um, in our field, and having Morelos back as well is is great to see. But McGregor gets it for me. Yeah, Barry. Morelos makes a big difference. Yeah. I've always said that and, and Berkey says at the start you, you don't want to take that devilment out of him he's always walking on that ice in terms of you don't know what's going to happen but you see him in that Rangers starting 11 tonight look he's no 100% fit but what he brings to the team defenders know they're in a, they're in a game when they're coming up against Morelos uh, and listen, he just needs more game time. I'm sure he'll get a bit more game time in, in Saturday and going forward because he's a big player for Rangers. But in terms of man of the match, it's, you've got to give it to Alan McGregor. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought Stephen Davis, as I said, was exceptional. Scott Arfield, Berkey mentioned him. Yeah. And I, I'm a big admirer, Paul. You, you know, I've always said over the last three or four weeks, I've, I've wondered why he's not in the starting 11 because um, I think he brings so much not just his experience but he's got so much quality um, but there was I thought overall Rangers is a a team 
Mm-hmm. Um, there was nobody that that was under par tonight. Yeah. And final word would be the Rangers fans who who brought the noise, brought the atmosphere, uh, and I think the players fed off that, Chris, didn't they? Right yeah. from before kickoff. They've always been like that, when they, especially in the European ties. Mm-hmm. Even when, when I was at Rangers, and Barry will tell you he's played in a lot more than than, than me. Um, and I'm sure all you can ask of them is just bring that noise again on Saturday. And I'm sure if they get a goal early doors against Dundee United, they'll be they'll be going for the jugular. Um, so the fans have to be positive, keep a good mindset. And um, there's going to be dips in performances and results through times, especially when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is looking to change things. He's looking to put a little bit of stamp on his own style. He's looking to bring in the players that he wants to to bring in. But you have to be patient. But in the same turn, you have to win football matches. And I know they haven't happened in the last three games, but I'm sure the fans will get a get a good game on Saturday against Dundee United and a good result and a good performance also. Yeah, Chris. Paul, in, in, te- in terms of the fans, look, there's going to always be, and Burke will tell you, look, a, a draw is not acceptable at Rangers, but when you get a defeat, it's a, it's, um, it's a disaster. And there's a lot of anger and frustration with the last two results. Um, but one thing about the Rangers fans, they'll always come and back their team. And they did that tonight. I mean, you, you heard that uh, on the TV. I mean, the, the atmosphere was was absolutely electric. And it's like that all the time in, in European football. So I had no doubt they would come and, and back their team and and try and roll them on to a result. Sadly, they never got that result. But again, a lot of, I'll look and try and take the positives. I'm sure Gio will, will try and do that. Because um, there was a lot of, as I said, a lot of good performances. And at least they made Napoli know they were in a game. That was the main thing for me. Yeah. 3-0 to Napoli, but against the 10-man Rangers for much of the second half. Barry, Chris, thanks a lot for joining us on this special Euro night with Steam. And we'll be back at, what, the Radisson Red, October the 4th. Although, Barry, Chris, you got tickets for Anfield? Any spare tickets going? <laughs> I wish. I've not got time I'm too busy coaching right, come on talk to you about that soon thanks Chris thanks Barry speak to you soon Euro Nights from the Go Radio Football Show with Steam pay less energy bills with the zero carbon options for your home or business as one of Scotland's leading mechanical and electrical contractors, Steam delivers a wide range of mechanical, electrical, plumbing, heating and renewable solutions for your home or business. Our specialist team provides our clients with the highest quality service and installations, giving them peace of mind and confidence to return in the future. So for all your mechanical and electrical projects, regardless of size or complexity, make Steam your partner of choice. For more information, visit steamelectricalsolutions.co.uk.